And what's great about that verse, it gives us an order. It says, first get the log out of your own eye, then you can see clearly. So it's saying, deal with you first, get your heart back open, then go to your spouse, and then just sit down and, and just really listen. And I always tell the guys, this is your opportunity to lead. You be the listener. If we're going to effectively resolve conflict in our marriages, I think we'd be wise to take that advice from our guest, Dr. Greg Smalley. We can so easily want to point our finger at the other person, but being able to take a step back and getting our hearts in the right place will go a long way to keeping the relationship intact. Alison, this is something that is so important in marriage, learning to manage conflict well. Because every marriage is going to have some conflicts, and yet it doesn't have to be a relationship destroyer. If you can manage it well, if you can fight well. And our guests on Focus on the Family today are going to help us with tips and advice on fighting fair in marriage. Dr. Greg Smalley is the Vice President of Marriage and Family Formation at Focus on the Family in the USA. And Erin Smalley serves as the strategic marriage spokesperson for Focus on the Family's Marriage Ministry, where she develops content for the marriage department. Together, they have authored over 20 books, led intensive marriage seminars around the world, and trained pastors, professionals, and leaders on how to effectively work with married and engaged couples. It's good to have you guys here in this part of the world, in South Africa. Thank you. Yes. This is really a dream come true. We've always wanted to come to South Africa. So thank you for having us, for showing us a great time, being wonderful hosts. Mm-hmm. We've had You're a welcome. Awesome we have time. had a great, great time traveling across your country and interacting with people and with Graham and Allison, and we've we just absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Well, actually, you've been married for 26 years. That's part of your credentials. And you got to spend your 26th anniversary here in South Africa. Um, it was a, a beautiful occasion, romantic. Very romantic. Two of you, yes. your daughter Annie, and me yeah. <laughs> along for the ride. <laughs> Nothing better than an anniversary dinner yeah. shared with the president of Focus on the Family Africa. <laughs> and our 10-year-old daughter. Yes, very romantic. Yes. Well, uh, we're going to be talking about conflict in marriage. That's something that I know that you speak of from the research, I'm sure only, both uh, with high qualifications, nothing to do with your experience. But before we we get into that, having spent some time in South Africa and interacting with married couples in South Africa and just seeing something of the context, uh, what have you noticed about the context of South Africa when it comes to marriage? Any anything that stands out as unique or or do you feel as though there's much the same challenges here as there are as you experience in the U.S.? I think in so many ways marriage is marriage and nothing really stood out. I think that we all face the same challenges as I've been talking to couples who are busy got a lot going on, trying to balance work and raising kids and, and just doing life together. And so I, I, I think it's it comes down to the, the small things of just trying to find time just to talk and, and to connect, to mm-hmm. spend time with one another, similar challenges. So I think all of us yeah. face those same kinds of things. Yeah, I would agree. But overall, just experiencing people in South Africa, very warm and authentic and vulnerable And, uh, you know, what would you say then universally are some of the greatest challenges? And you talk about those small things, those difficult things. Would you say that's kind of the universal challenge, the busyness? Or are there some big 
big issues that are, are hitting marriages around the world? Well, I think the busyness leads to many other things because it ends up leading to disconnection. Married couples end up feeling like they're traveling parallel roads instead of joining roads. Yeah. And so they feel disconnected, they feel isolated, they feel alone in their marriage. And that is not what we signed up for when we got married. We wanted intimacy and connection. That's just a desire within our human heart. But you've written a book about conflict, and you called it Fight Your Way to a Better Marriage. I love the title of that. Um, and you, you talk about conflict as not being the enemy itself. Why are we so afraid of conflict, and, and how do we change our mindset around that? Yeah, I think so many people grew up maybe watching parents mishandle that, or maybe they didn't see their parents do that at all, have no idea how to how to work through conflict, their own experience like Aaron and I, we, we, in the early parts of our marriage, we just really mishandled conflict. So it became something that I so wanted to avoid because the hint of conflict to me meant that we were going to be in this big fight and we'd be disconnected. I'd be in trouble. So we, we just, I would sweep it under the rug. Yeah, I didn't versus want to deal with it. I came from a family that we were very, um, Vocal. Vocal with our conflict. <laughs> Energetic. And I mean, in some ways, it was how we connected. And so when Greg and I got married, I was like, why aren't you fighting with me? Fight with me. Because then that means that we're connected. At, even though it wasn't a functional way, it, it's what I was used to. I was a lover, not a fighter. So. <laughs> do, do you find that that is typical of male-female, or is it more just different personalities? Because I... I feel for myself, I'm probably similar to you. I, I'm more of a conflict avoider. Uh, but then I'm there's not. that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say Allison. that. Yep. <laughs> I knew there's a reason why Allison scares me. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> and yet, I, I mean, I've seen research where, where it talks about men that are more commonly able or want to withdraw. Mm -hmm. um, and is that does that play into the mix of this? I think it does. I, it can definitely be a personality issue. It can be the fact that men tend to get overwhelmed much faster than women do in the presence of conflict. Uh, most women initiate conflict because they have just this great sense when something's not right in the relationship. Mm -hmm. As much as it's easy to, to tease them <laughs> about that or be irritated that oh, we have to talk about what, it really is yeah. a gift. I mean, the fact that women really have a have a built-in sense of when something is not right right there's an intuitiveness his dad would always teach that women are are made with a built-in marriage manual yeah. and it's just that utter sense that something is off hmm. the disconnection there's something going on i love when i sense something with greg and i'll go to him and say what's what's going on you know are you doing okay are you stressed and he'll be like no i'm i'm good and then 24 hours later, he'll come back and go, you know what? I've been thinking about that. And yes, this is what's going on. Yeah. Well, I, one of the best research studies I ever saw by a guy named Dr. John Gottman out of the United States found that one of the best predictors of a good marriage is a man's willingness to accept his wife's influence. Sure. And one way that that actually plays out is when Aaron comes to me and says, hey, something's off here. I'm not sure what it is. In the past, I'd get real defensive. What are you talking about? I'm fine. You're just being overly sensitive or, you know, <laughs> why are you picking a fight? Versus going, huh, 
what do you what do you noticing? T- tell me more about that. So it, willing to accept her influence around if something doesn't feel right is probably not right. Something's going on. Yeah. The interesting thing with that research is that the opposite is not true. For a woman accepting her husband's influence, it doesn't have the same results ultimately, which is she so just intriguing. Had to throw that in her face. <laughs> yeah, but it is it is so much so around a, a husband, a man accepting his wife's influence, and I think it does have a lot to do with our intuitiveness yes. and just the sense and being open to the fact that maybe I've I've gotten good at going. You know what? I'm sensing something, but I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I might be off on this, but this is what I'm seeing. Yeah, I just and I think that's a, a part of how a man can lead mm-hmm. within his home is is to welcome that versus yeah. quickly shut that mm-hmm. down or put mm-hmm. the wall up or defend that. Yeah. Just to, to let let okay, tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean she's right, but it's sure worth investigating because it's it's often we we talk about. When there's a problem, the guys so want to quickly look for a solution. Yeah. And I'm telling you that the solution is always less important than the process that we use, how we talk mm-hmm. through problems, how we make solutions is more important mm-hmm. than the actual solution. Mm-hmm. If, am I willing to really listen and, and, and give her a voice? Mm-hmm. That adds to our marriage more so than, hey, we found this really good yeah win-win solution so the first step obviously just recognizing it's not healthy to avoid the conflict it is important to engage but then there's there's the the question of how you do that and you're obviously seeing couples that get that wrong and and then you've got some keys and how to do that better and you just mentioned that Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of summed it up but maybe start with what do people do wrong what are the things that you've seen and maybe experienced yeah uh, where it's been wrong well, to your point, we always bury our emotions alive. If you just remember that, mm-hmm. when I'm hurt, frustrated, if I don't put those out there, if we don't deal with that, it's always going to be buried alive. It will fester mm-hmm. and it'll erupt at some point down the well, road. Well, and that's because emotions are nothing more than the voice of our heart. So emotions, God gave us emotions, and so often we want to deny them, you know, sweep them, ignore them, judge them, and really there's no need for that. Mm-hmm. Just to simply acknowledge, okay, something is going on in my heart, what is it? Mm-hmm. And then understanding it. And that starts just with you and you. And so within a marriage, what an opportunity as well to come alongside a spouse and really, you know, understand what are they experiencing what emotion is it and really getting good at that yeah i think the biggest mistake that we do within conflict let me illustrate it so (laughs) one time my son and i were watching a basketball tournament so it was in the states big college basketball season so we're all sunday we were watching this basketball tournament so aaron came down and it was late Sunday night, and she she asked our son, "Hey, did you get your project done that was due in school tomorrow?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> and so they had this real quick interaction, like, "What do you? T- why would you spend all day, you know?" And and they're arguing, and and so I simply made a, I just simply said, "Hey, Aaron, you're being pretty rough on the boy," and it was like this slow turn of her head locked onto me (laughs) it was like a missile locking on to its target new target acquired yeah Yeah. and she said something like well yeah why would your son do his homework when he can sit and watch basketball with his daddy all night long in in 
she she actually goes, Garrison, you can go. You go do your homework. And all of a sudden, it, it now was between mom and dad. And I'm thinking, why did I open my mouth? <laughs> and so we, we started to debate this, discuss it, argue, you know, about how much TV should he be watching? Why didn't he get his homework done? This literally went on for probably 40 minutes. She and I just engaged late in the evening, so mm. dumb time to argue anyway. But she said something to me that I'll never forget. She said, you know what? I, I, I'm done. You win. Hmm. I was wrong. Aaron starts to walk up the stairs and turns around. She goes, hey, and by the way, your mother warned me before we got married that this is how you'd be during conflict. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> and she left, and it was, it was done, and it was over with. Was that a, kind of a stonewalling, though? When you say she was done, she wasn't? There's never a winner or a loser in a marriage, but, yeah. but if, if, if I was somehow declared the winner, yeah. it, it was she only by it. attrition. In other words, yeah. it's just because I simply wore her down. Yeah. I'll sit, and I'll engage, and I'll argue, and I'm clever enough, and... Mm-hmm you know, smart enough to, to debate stupid things for hours. Mm. It really made me understand that that there was a way in which that I was approaching our, our conflict that never works. And the mistake is this, is that when we get into arguments, we try to work that thing out when our hearts are shut down. Yeah. See, when we get into conflict, what happens is like those little roly-poly bugs that you, I'm pretty sure you have them here as well, maybe? I think so. Do okay. you call them something you know, else? They, you know those little bugs, and we touch them, they roll up into a, uh, a tight yeah. little, the little ball. little gray bug. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's what our heart does. Yeah. It's just designed to do that. When, when I feel attacked or hurt or wounded, my heart just closes down. Mm-hmm. And so I think couples try to power through that conversation. They try to talk yeah. to each other when their hearts are closed, mm-hmm. and that never, ever works that is the worst thing to try to do mm-hmm. but yeah and it'll never lead anywhere good because when your heart's closed you become very self-focused yeah. and you lack wisdom and understanding of the other person mm-hmm. you know maybe what they're going through or even the situation mm-hmm. so it is so it's so essential to really take a break mm-hmm. call a time out before you sit down and try to work something out between the two of you mm-hmm. really figure out what's going on with me focus on you first that's yeah. see that that's the key that's what we did no one taught us that mm-hmm. that instead of when you're both hurt and upset you you you're never going to make that conversation work yeah. you just do more damage yeah. Yeah. right and you just get more mad you're going to say more hurtful things you're going to cause more relational damage versus just just realizing that yeah we just need to separate for a moment Mm. the goal is to get your own heart back Mm -hmm. open because when your heart is open then you're able to listen then you're able to to think about that other person when you're shut down you're you're not worried about Mm. them you're you're protecting yourself Mm -hmm. so it's recognizing that in the heat of the moment because i think you know, in the very few times that we've had any kind of conflict in our marriage. So we've noticed you guys are, are perfect, really, in how you handle that. You know, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I've got all these years of focus on the family. I'm trying to draw from, you know, what all the experts would say. But in the heat of it, you know, it's too hard. It's too hard. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying step back, learn to say, wait, there's, we're both fiery at this point and we actually need to step away yeah um, and allow that 
time to to open your heart. Mm-hmm. And what what it helps me in that moment because I want I'm a fighter when it comes to conflict. I want to work it out. I will pursue him. But what I have learned to say to myself is it is not worth it. Mm. Nothing good is going to come beyond this point yeah. unless I take this time out and get myself under control and in the right place and get my heart open. Yeah. Then we can have a conversation. And how long would you say is advisable because sometimes you're so mad and you yeah. you could agree to separate agree to think it over but you might stew over this thing and i know for me who i'm a fighter so i will come up with a grand argument oh, i've got so uh-huh. many things that i can fight back on and i'm going to say this and i'm going to say that and i'm really building my argument mm-hmm. but it's not it's not going to help us. No. So, but no. I can stay in that place for a while Definitely. and actually believe that I'm still right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in, in, when you take the time out, that's a great point, Allison, because so often that's what we'll do. We'll replay over yeah. and over. Well, he said this and I can say that and, you know, on and on. But really taking that time out and stepping back, A, we say about 20 minutes. Physiologically, it takes about 20 minutes to calm down because everything's been stirred up. Mm. And for men, it's a little bit longer. It takes them a little bit longer to come down. However, instead of replaying and stewing and, you know, on and on, really taking a step back and figuring out what is going on with me Mm. and naming what you're feeling, getting very clear on this is what's going on for me. But then it's going to the source of truth and asking the Lord, what's true about me? Mm-hmm. After you figure it out what is going on for you, is do I feel like a failure? Do I feel um, invalidated? Mm-hmm. Do I feel not good enough? And it's going to the source and going, is this true? Yeah. Am I a failure? Mm-hmm. Am I not good enough? And then what's true about my spouse? Is you know all these awful things that I'm thinking, is that really who he is? Yeah. And giving him the benefit of the doubt that I've been married to this man for 26 years. Has he shown up like he showed up in this moment for 26 years? Is that who he is? Hmm. No. no. Hmm. And asking the Lord, give me eyes to see him the way you see him. So you would advise, don't decide you're going to separate and leave it for a few days. That's bad. Would you say? It, it, it's not ideal. No. Because no. We, we just, we'll, we'll f- this stuff will fester. It'll fester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, and it's not worth it. It's just really learning to recognize the difference between when, when my heart is open and when it's closed. Mm-hmm, yeah. So the moment you, you you settle in, especially that that prayer, I love to listen to praise and worship music. That that helps to calm me down. It helps mm. to get my heart back open. Okay. So you can always go to Graham then and say, I'm I'm feeling okay. I'd really love to talk to about this. Mm-hmm. Are, are you at a good place? And Graham might yeah. say. Nope. <laughs> Still shut down. That's okay. <laughs> then I would say to Graham, then just, hey, let me know when you're ready to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because again, we've got kids and work and right. real exactly. life. We've and got so to it's keep not, interacting, but maybe yeah. not about the issue, okay. but just conti- to continue checking in and, you know, and really individually fighting for our, our, our relationship and for our spouse. Mm-hmm. recognizing who they really are mm-hmm. what was their real intent you know did they intend to hurt me the way I've been hurt mm-hmm. and just you know fighting for that yeah. and then checking in and hey mm-hmm. yep I'm in a good place then let's let's set up a time so we can have this conversation and then when you come back to that conversation what are some of the keys to, to making that an effective re- resolution of the conflict 
Yeah, it's it's really your your willingness to seek to understand your spouse mm-hmm. rather than you being understood. Yeah. That that's that's sacrifice in a marriage. Mm-hmm. When when I feel wounded, when I feel, man, she picked this fight, why should I have to listen to her? It's it's when my heart is open, then I really want to understand. Yeah. And then I'm curious. I'm what what was that about for you? Mm-hmm. I'm really wanting to listen and to understand. I'm not being defensive. Yeah. So I think the key really is just to use then those good listening skills mm-hmm. just just to better understand. And and that stuff happens when our hearts are open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that really, the, the, um, the key to making conflict work is really becoming an expert in how to get your own heart open and how to keep it open. Yeah. And, and that's why, like in Matthew 7, 2 through 5, is a perfect verse for this. It says, why do you look at the speck of dust in your neighbor's eye, your wife's eye, <laughs> and pay no attention to the log in your own eye? And what's great about that verse, it gives us an order. It says, first get the log out of your own eye, then you can see clearly. So it's saying, deal with you first, get your heart back open, then go to your spouse, Mm -hmm. and then just sit down and and just really listen. And I always tell the guys, this is your opportunity to lead. Mm -hmm. You be the listener. Guys, hear me. You be the listener Mm -hmm. first. Go to your wife and say, this matters enough to me that I want to circle back now that we're calmed down. Because the tendency is going, hey, things have calmed down. Let's just move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a terrible idea. You're not you're not reaping the the value of 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 this conflict. Yeah, these are this is the gift of conflict mm-hmm. that you get to come in and understand about you. What was going on for me? What was going on for him? And is there something we need to shift in our marriage? Yeah. And that's the benefit of conflict. That's when you feel closest as you navigate through that. And so many couples miss out on that because they don't come back and have that they conversation. Calm down and they yeah, things feel are like, good. Okay, that's well, fine. I'm feeling all right about it, so let's move on. Yeah. Okay. And and do you find that there are specific issues maybe from your past or maybe it's connected to just your temperament? that are, are going to be triggers um, and then when you start to recognize that that you can make that process quicker because you you're you're quickly identifying it's not necessarily you it's something in yeah. me that's being mm-hmm. triggered it was your tone it was something you said reminded me of what my dad used to do yeah, yeah. There, there's all of that mm-hmm. that's why it's it's never solely just your spouse's fault for any argument because you bring a lot to the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's a part of the time that you spend with the Lord is to say, God, what, what do I need to be aware of? What, 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 have I'm, what am I contributing here? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it can be that baggage that we've all brought in. There, that's why there's just a lot going on within a conflict. Yeah. Maybe we were fighting about the budget. It's never about the budget. It's all that underlying mm-hmm. stuff that I brought into our marriage. That, that, that those buttons of mine that are just getting triggered, mm. which is why there there's a way in which me learning how to get my heart open, being aware of my issues, that that that's the most important step in all this. Yeah. That the talking between us is easy when our hearts are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We 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 do that well. That's never the problem. Yeah. The problem is that I'm shut down, and now I'm just reacting. Mm-hmm. Now I put this big wall up between us. That that's the stuff that really gets in the way. But see, couples are taught just no. You need to talk this through. Mm. Yeah. That's terrible advice until your heart's open, yes. mm-hmm. and then talk yeah. it through 
all day long. Yeah. And that's that's what we learned the hard way. Yeah, yeah. So listening, but it's not it's it's listening with understanding, mm-hmm. uh, trying to see. The, what your spouse's perspective in it and uh, yeah. understand what it is that caused it to feel that yeah. way. Mm. And it's an opportunity to experience that deep, deep intimacy that we long for. Mm. And so why miss out on the benefit of conflict? Yeah. And really, as we work it through, we're listening, we're understanding, validating, empathizing, really getting our spouse's perspective. Mm. That as we understand that and embrace it, embrace ours in the mix of that, that, that's that's the gift. Mm. It's hearts connecting, um, open hearts connecting. Yeah. And that is that definitely is a gift mm. that comes as a result of conflict. When Greg says the key to managing conflict is having an open heart and to look at your own stuff first before addressing the faults in your spouse, I think he's hit on something truly profound and inspiring for all married couples. These are principles we've tried to apply in our own marriage, and it is hard, but it's good. And it's also so good to hear Greg and Aaron being vulnerable about their own failings in the area of conflict. But they've also learned to fight fair and always keep an open heart. Greg's book is called Fight Your Way to a Better Marriage. It's based on years of counseling, research, and success stories. And you'll be taught how to use marital conflict as a way to deepen and strengthen your relationships using the skills, concepts, and exercises shared in this remarkable book. You can find it online at safamily.co.za or give us a call on 031-716-3300 to order. It's been so great having you join us today. For Focus on the Family Africa... I'm Alison Schnell, inviting you back next time when we'll once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.